Welcome to the Spiritual Twins Podcast hosted by Kat and Ariana. Please enjoy the journey. Okay, so we're back with Johnny. And um, Johnny, I was thinking about when you said it is important for us to feel. And it just, it just made me think about how there's so much distraction in our world and how difficult it can be for us to sit in that place of feeling. But I feel like it's really important for us to get there. So I, I, for me, it's like the whole point of life, the whole point of, you know, you were also talking about how some of us, we have our souls hovering around us and not completely in our bodies. That um, is so crazy to me. And I feel like if we get to a place of allowing ourselves to feel, I feel like that is the point of being in this reality, is to let the soul feel through this body. Embodiment. Embodiment. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's exactly it. It's, um, well, in the Western Cartesian mind, split mind between the thinking and feeling mind, um, there's been a diminishment of feeling. Yeah. Uh, and it's often, <clears throat> so I don't want to get too far into gender, but we'll go there a little bit because it's all the genders, you know, all seven, 700 genders now or whatever it is. But in the, in the traditional uh, female gender, um, you know, females have a, a quicker access to the feeling body right. than men. Mm-hmm. And part of that has to do with the brain. Uh, so there's a, I forget what it's called, but there's a, it's a corpus callosum or something between the right and left hemispheres. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> so if you, <laughs> so women, <laughs> I'll use that term broadly, sure. women and left-handed men have a bigger, have a larger uh, Left-handed. Left-handed men. Interesting. So they, they have a larger uh, <clears throat> highway between the right and left brain. So sometimes women don't know whether they're thinking or feeling. <laughs> doing it at the same time. Like, oh, wow. It's also why they can multitask and do 7,000 things at once. You know? Or men are more aligned with their rational linear brain. So it takes men longer right-handed men mm-hmm. longer to access their feeling body yeah and so they have to actually sit with a moment like what do i actually feel you know mm-hmm. um so in the patriarchy which male driven male principled masculine principled <laughs> dominant vibration mm-hmm. which we're swinging out of uh they're going to lean more into the Cartesian split of the mind because that's the reflection is within the mind of the, of the men. Uh, so therefore, the there's been a lot of invalidation around the feminine and particularly around feeling, and so and the and most particularly around vulnerability, right? Being vulnerable. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> you know a lot well, about that. Yeah. <laughs> so what is, what is vulnerability? Vulnerability is uh, it's, it's a feeling space that, that invites a lot of 
material, <laughs> right? Our our own wounds, our joy, uh, being seen, being not seen, being loved, being wounded, being accepted, being rejected, uh, particularly around the vulnerability of our heart chakra. And <clears throat> so we've kind of buried that in our culture. And what the consequences of that is it shuts off feeling. The consequences of that is it shuts off feeling not just what we can feel within ourselves, but how we feel towards another, right? So do feelings trigger us? Do other people's feelings trigger us? Do we, do we uh, shut down when we're feeling? So the consequences of that is, is the separation and lack of connectivity between not just human beings with each other, but to Pachamama. Right? So we can shut down feelings within ourselves. It's easy to pollute the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to run highways through mountains. Right. <laughs> you know, it's easy to uh, lack empathy and compassion and understanding. So it's really a portal and a great medicine uh, where you know we do all these medicines we have all these healing practices but if they're uh, are they going to invite us to feel mm -hmm. right invite us to be more alive okay. so you asked me you're gonna ask me about my favorite plant medicine yeah number one is oxygen you know from the trees the blessed trees, the blessed plants that give us this life, you know, our breathing, our simple breathing, our pranayams, our breath of life. Without the, without the plants, we're not here. Right. You know? Now, you can take other mood and mind-altering plants mm -hmm. that can open up some space within your psyche, within your energy body, that are worthwhile. They're, they acquaint you to more space. <laughs> they acquaint you to more possibilities. They acquaint you to more feeling. The shadow side of that process that I've seen is that you can continue to want to go on these journeys <laughs> into the other worlds. Uh -huh. Other worlds are beautiful. Can't get, can't really get hurt in the other worlds. Mm -hmm. You know. There's not really other humans in the other worlds, yeah. right? So <clears throat> one of the shadow sides that I've seen, particularly, you know, because now I'm in a kind of bastion of plant medicine in, 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 in the Sacred Valley in Peru, is that I see a lot of people doing a lot of plant medicines, very diligent, very disciplined, getting a lot of benefits out of that. And sometimes I see them, I walk down the street, and uh, I don't feel their heart. I forget to integrate. I, I don't feel. I don't <laughs> yeah. feel the shine of their yeah. love. Yeah. Uh -huh. As I as I equate them in the market. Yeah. And what do you think is happening there? Why do you think this? Well, it's a, it's a form of spiritual bypass, but it's also a form of like it may be better to do some inner child therapy work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. may be better to sit with your pain instead of yeah. fleeing out of it into the into the great uh, other space of uh, yeah. 
plant medicines. We've talked about how, how people use plant medicine as a form of spiritual bypass. For a form of spiritual bypass, right? So, yeah. you know, I, you know, continuously say if it's not opening your heart, get rid of it. Don't do it. That's what vulnerability feels like to me. The more and more I lean into it, it just feels like love. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just this space that, like, if I can just really show up in my authentic self, let down all my armors, what's radiating from me is love. Mm -hmm. And when I'm open to that space of love, yes, I'm also open to rejection. I'm open to all the pain of it. But, like, love isn't always comfortable. Love is not always comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a... Uh... Because that space of love is, is pretty big, <laughs> yeah. right? Our, our capacity to hold that space is not necessarily as big as love's capacity to expand us, yeah. right? But expand we must do, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Even in the face of pain or possibility of the masters, the masters will um, will acquaint themselves to that inner force of love that just is, irrespective of the comings and goings of other projections of love. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the best place to be, because you can have loving relationships, you can have loving connections, you can have loving encounters with strangers in the market because you're anchored and disciplined around the awareness within your being that you are love that you've always been love and that you will, there's never there's not a possibility anywhere in, that I know of in this universe or in the next that you are not love right our ego and our humanness and our unconscious and all of our complexities will sometimes barrier ourselves against that reality because mm -hmm. it has some investment to that. Uh, investment in its own pain, investment in its own limitation. It's suspicious of love. It doesn't trust love. It doesn't trust the feeling of love. And maybe we've we, we've experienced pain in our childhood or the last relationship or whatnot or the next moment where we felt some pain around the feeling of love. And that's part of the Kriya. So the clearing process is to distill out the vibrations in the heart chakra that are less than love, <laughs> a different vibration than the frequency of unconditional love, <laughs> right? And it's something that you can't buy, nobody can give it to you, uh, it's not for sale at a, at a market, uh, it's just something that you surrender into on a continual basis, you drop into that uh, to that space that you are, and that's freedom. That's that's then you then you then you got room to maneuver. Yeah. You got room to create from that space, and and it's not unconditional love is not something that's it, you direct that at yourself, mm -hmm. primary, right? 
primary directive of unconditional love is towards your 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 all of your being, all of your flaws, apparent flaws, all of your apparent inadequacies, all of your fears and anxieties and whatever shows up in your human space. But it's um, and then when once you have or no as you do that because it's not a once it's a practice. You then can uh, maybe maybe extend that unmoving world <laughs> to the world around you. Okay? Yeah. So you're walking in that field of unconditional love, and you can you can uh, be a source of that, to, a source of reminder, a source of frequency uh, that that's that vibration of love exists and is everyone fundamentally. I don't know if more worthwhile. Endeavor. And and Scorpio season, back to the it invites us into that space, into our shadow self, into our complexities and our neuroses and our <laughs> trauma bonds and our codependencies and our attachments. Um, not just in the moment but through this life and into our biography and past lives and souls and evolution to potentially clear up some of those misconceptions of who we are yeah. right? some lies that we've been that we believed about love <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and then reacquaint ourselves with the truth uh -huh. you know of, of who we are and then you can feel it right love is a felt thing yeah. right? I I have this idea. I was we were talking about how so much like my heart wants to share, and yeah. my mind's trying to help my heart share, and it's trying to bring words to what I'm feeling. And then anytime I try to express it through words, sometimes it's like a bastardized version of what I'm actually feeling. And I realize yeah. the best way to share is to feel and allow people to see what I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't feeling doesn't need words all the time. True. True. Feeling needs feeling. Feeling needs feeling. Like, back to what we were talking Feel about. deeply. Yeah. yeah. Feel like in so ancient culture. So go over to uh, go over to Ireland. This has to do with the previous episode where I was talking about the one who was grieving at the church. Um, so when I was I spent time in Ireland. I was there at a conference on. Celtic mythology, ecology, transpersonal psychology, and a lot of the heavy hitters were there, like Ram Dass, different different things. But they brought out all the Celtic uh, storytellers and musicians, and just like a full-on indigenous culture. Right? We're going to talk about indigenous European culture. You know, there's a trigger point for people. Um, so what? Um, <clears throat> We like triggers. Yeah, triggers are medicine. <laughs> anyway, so they came out and uh, remember one night they were uh, they were doing these kailis, which was music events, and they would take us into a jig, which is like you're kicking your feet, high vibration, joy, expression, moving your arms, everyone's going, and then they would take you right into a lament. Like with these reels, and it's just like it's just like excruciatingly grief. <laughs> like it's just like, oh my God, get me out of here, buddy! But it, but it, but don't get me out of here, you know. And then they take you right back up into a jet. 
So they're, what they're doing is they're expanding your capacity to feel the full range of human experience within your heart. Beautiful. Right? Yeah. So there's no room. There's like keep. So in Western culture, patriarchy, whatever the fuck you want to call this toxic soup that we're in, is that it, it, it wants to diminish our capacity to feel. And will bring shame and control and invalidation on our capacity to feel and our, therefore our capacity to be human beings. Fuck that, right? You're, you want to do a revolutionary act? Feel the full capacity of being a human being. Yeah. You, want to be, you want to take a position in the world? You want to take a position in the ecological revolution, the conscious revolution on the planet? Feel the full capacity of your range of your human experience. Yeah. Indigenous cultures, ancient cultures, that's the wisdom, it's the soft touch, it's the soft skills of ancient cultures' wisdom. As they could feel, like, I was talking to my sister the other day, you know, traditional cultures, they have four adults for one child, right? It's a lot of space that they're tending to that child to be their unique self and when feelings emerge and their, their, their humanness emerges, they, that, those four adults can contain that and can mirror and have the patience and the resources and the energy to reflect back a positive uh, view of that child's experience. Western culture is, you know, full of... <laughs> You know, God bless them, one single parent families, uh, you know, people working seven jobs, uh, stressed out parents, uh, grandparents that are not around to that family, uh, within, the, within the individual parent system, there's a lot of toxicity of, oh, don't feel, and because I don't feel, your feelings, child, trigger that I never felt because my father told me not to feel. <laughs> like, how far do you want to go back into some of these trauma pictures around feeling, you know? Gener so it's important to break the generational permission to feel. Right? Generations have agreements right of what what's the bandwidth of how much we can be alive how much money we can make how much love we can feel how much how much spirituality we can access how much you know abundance you know all of it so so part of your individuation process back to Carl Jung, you know, is to you know you have to you have to you have to expand beyond your 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 the pre your previous ancestors right they want you they're, they 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 birthed you seven generations ago because then they cared as best as they could because they want to see all of you prosper to the more than they ever could right that's that's even though they couldn't right? so the permission slip is there it's always been there even though your parents may not agree <laughs> but it's there you know, your parents may not agree, but seven generations ago, they were definitely all over it, right? So, it's 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 there to it's there to have, and you know, we can continue to step into that. In the shadow world, the shadow world is not just the dark. The shadow world is all of our light. Yeah. You know, all of our gold. Yeah. 
all of our juiciness, right. all of our gifts, all of our potentiality, yeah. all of our unexpressed fucking love and joy and yumminess. Right. It's Joseph Campbell. He says that the, the cave you fear the enter holds the treasure that you see. See, yes. Yeah, it's, exactly it's the treasure, right? Mm -hmm. So what is the treasure within that we are buried? What is, what is blocking that? And sometimes it's the dark that blocks the light, because mm -hmm. right? the pain pictures or the trauma bonds or the less thans or the I fear or I don't know or can I do this or whatever. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and underneath that, often I've seen in my own life and in my teaching and mentoring is that there's amazing gold, amazing gifts, uh, given the attention, the time as a space holder, as a healer, you can invite that to come out. And when you see that come out in people that haven't maybe experienced that in a while, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful honoring and witness to, uh, to see that within yourself. Wow, okay, I, I transcended this. <laughs> I was fucking terrified and, you know, but I did it. Yeah. But I moved through it. That's the, like nothing more empowering. Nothing I think. more empowering. That yeah. You, you've stepped over your previous limitations of what you thought you mm -hmm. could express or accomplish or emanate. Yeah. You know, even in even in like. So if you're walking from here to the market, and you're in the market, you know, can you see that? As a ceremony, mm. <laughs> you know, can, well, you know, life's the ceremony. Yeah, like, know? but 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 little bits by little, little bits, bit. you know what I mean? yeah, like just yeah. from here to there, you know, what yeah. I mean? just like a little bit at a time, yeah, you right. know, like from here, like ten minutes, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, over. Sometimes we over, then we don't. Do yeah, it, right, know? right. <laughs> but, but just like because we, you know, we we have these projections, right, which is. When I do this, when I go there, when I have this plant, when I've experienced this, when I've accomplished this, when I, when I, when I, when I, then I'm going to be in that field of love and light and feel the greatest possibility. Well, that's just a trick. You know, that's a self-deception yeah. trick of perception. It's like, no, wait a second. My medicine ceremony, my illumination can be all the way to the market, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and really feel that, mm -hmm. right? And and allow allow oneself to have that, and you know. Yeah, that's really powerful. <laughs> yeah. That's integration. That's yes. integration. Yeah. In a nutshell. That's yeah. integration, yeah. right? Because we're yeah we're. You know, we allot these things. Oh, here's there and there over here, but. Being integrated, being whole, clearing out the illusions, the misconceptions, the ego mind of lack that says, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta do this to get to the ceremony. I gotta get, do all this to get to the healing." You know, I, I was talking recently about the idea of sacred and the idea of holy. And there's a couple of things that I, that I uncovered with that, which is that, 
there are like what is sacred is something that is connected to everything else right it's the idea of interconnectedness that, yeah. that's this idea of sacred awareness yeah. so indigenous culture uh, the cosmos Gaia principle quantum physics mm -hmm. would have you s suggest that everything is sacred because everything is connected to everything else mm -hmm. right energetically wise absolutely it's uh, it's hard to refute that yeah so and then there's also the idea that there's certain processes certain places certain events certain things that have a, a, a sacredness to them because they open us up to the sacredness of everything they open us up to the perception that everything is sacred and everything is connected mm -hmm. right so you know in some way and there are places like Asangati the mountain you know ceremonies plant ceremonies you know sweat lodges uh, meditation practices sexuality sacred sex sacred relationships you know uh, all these different places where we go to expand or open up our consciousness uh, to, that everything is sacred everything's connected but once you once you're in that space Walking from, I'm in your kitchen, walking on from here to your fridge is, is sacred ground. Mm. You know? mm. This is sacred. This is Mother Earth here, mm. right? <laughs> you, know? So, you know, a polluted river is mm. sacred ground. Mm. You know, the city is sacred ground. Mm. You know, uh, everything is sacred. That's what I, that's what initiated me on Asangari. That's why it took me so long to come down from that. Yeah. It blew all my circuits. Yeah. embodied that everything every human being is a holy human being mm, wow. you know every everyone mm. even the ones that you don't like <laughs> yeah. from time to time even the ones that piss yeah. you off yeah. they're sacred beings even the ones that are like oh they're causing so much problems no they're sacred beings yeah. innocent holy sacred beings so it's you know, if we're talking about the field of love, love is the connectivity yeah. force of everything, yeah. right? Yeah. It's it's the glue that, you know, the vibrational glue that gives us the understanding that every, every single molecule in the universe yeah. is sacred, is whole right. and connected. And these are the things that we acquaint ourselves on ayahuasca journeys. Yeah. Like, oh, it's all connected. Yeah. And when you walk down the street after that's connected to and when you're yeah. the car beeps its horn at you that's connected to you know right. <laughs> you know it's all in that same field and if we're going and so i was talking recently about you know the idea of climate change <clears throat> until the in, we individually and collectively wake up and reacquaint ourselves that everything is sacred everything is holy all the generations all the all the ancestors of all of the races you know all of the uh, pachamama uh all the conflicts that we're having apparently <laughs> all the illusions of conflicts that we're having uh are all connected then we will try climate change will be thing in the past it will be a non it will be just be dissolved in a second 
because uh -huh. all of our actions will be guided to around the idea of the sacredness and the holiness and everything, including the past and the future, including our pain that we have, uh -huh. including our less thans and our shouldas and couldas and maybes. It's yeah. all it's all holy territory. Right. It's all the when you when you're walking in a field of holy territory, you're walking in a field of fertility, mm -hmm. of all possibility and all potentiality. Yeah. Right. And it's freedom. Right. And we're kind of afraid of freedom. We're afraid. Freedom, <laughs> freedom is terrorizing yeah. to the ego. Yeah. Limitations <laughs> like. Oh, I want freedom. Freedom's here. Fuck freedom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, like get away freedom. No, not that much freedom. Yeah. I, I didn't need. No, I just don't. don't you know, be careful. What, my limited understanding <laughs> yeah, my, of freedom. My, my controlled sense of freedom. Yeah. My control. As long as I control the freedom, then I'll take the freedom. You know. Yeah. yeah. Such a ego is such a trip. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like freedom and unconditional love and the interconnectivity, everything. Ego is not really that interesting in it. Mm -hmm. it, it. It will talk about it. It will uh, uh, present itself as that. It will dress up and you know look like that. <laughs> Put on costumes that say "I'm freedom" and in connectivity and unconditional love. But when it arrives to the to the to the bakery. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the ego is like, I, I, I'm not cooking today. I, I, I didn't mean to dissolve today. You know, I really, you know, like, but, you know, that's enslaved, personal enslavement. And, yeah. You know, all that stuff that we, we bought into around our identities, you know, and that's, that's fine. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's okay to kind of laugh at. We have it. You yeah. need an ego. We need egos. We need identities. Yeah. We need yes. defenses. We need to protect ourselves. We need all of our boundaries. All good. And, you know, have them a little looser. Yeah. <laughs> Porous. <laughs> Not so, you know, a little more room for some freedom and love and, and potentiality to come into that space and a little more awakening of that third eye yeah. mm -hmm. awakening of the heart chakra uh, awakening of our body awakening of our energy bodies that says I am, I am here as an individual autonomous being mm -hmm. and I am absolutely connected to everything oh, that's you know, the cosmos the, the galaxies, the, the un, I'm connected. You know what the you know what the best thing to be connected to is the mystery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. The unknown. Oh, yeah. I. Yeah. Unknown. Hey, it's like, hey, unknown. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about you. <laughs> I've never met you before. <laughs> I'm not sure what your uh, what your gig is or what you want from me, but I'm willing to uh, say hello. <laughs> It's that, like, I am, you know. It's the I am. It's the, it's the, the, mm -hmm. the ever-expansive mystery of the whole yeah. soup. I mean, yeah. so, he, so, so here's the idea, right? So the other thing I see in this sort of little the kind of bubble of Pizak is the kind of the badges of the shamans wear, right? Yeah. The white ones and the... <laughs> and this one's and we're doing it for 25 generations mm -hmm. and all the things, right? And fine, you know, status, 
shamanic status, I call it, which is silly, but it's there, right? It sells stuff. And so, but I, in, in, so I, in, my, in my mind's eye, I see everyone is a shaman. Mm-hmm. And how I know that is everyone, as far as I know, <laughs> was shot out of the mystery. Right? and landed in the human body. <laughs> you know, I mean, what kind of magic is that? Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what, that's the highest transformation possible that I am aware of, that you shot as a spirit out of mystery, landed into a body, you'll have these experiences, you'll shoot yourself back into the mystery. Yeah. What, what, that's the whole, that's all of alchemy, that's all there of the whole go. thing, right? So, everyone is a shaman. Everyone is a healer. Every being is a medicine person. Yeah. That's just that's just the way it is. That's like, again, coming back, that's just like Scorpio season. Like, that is Scorpio season in a nutshell for me. That, but that's the life experience, too. Yeah, yeah. It's that everyone is, everyone is trans, trans, transforming, has yes, transformed, yeah. and continues to transform, and will transform whether they like it or not. Yeah. Even, yeah. If, even if they're apparently yeah. resisting. Yeah. But it's also, too, like I, uh, you know, I said something recently, maybe we close on this, <laughs> is that there's three assumptions you can make in the world about everyone you meet. One is, everyone is innocent. Everyone is wounded. And everyone is healing. So you see, so people show up in those different states all the time. We show, I show up in those different states all the time to myself and the world. Sometimes I'm proud of those states, sometimes less. But that's who I am. So even people, when we judge people, oh, they're not healing. No, they're healing. It doesn't look like you're healing. It doesn't look like your time frame. It doesn't look like mm-hmm. whatever. You, they're on their journey. They're on their evolutionary journey that never fucking stops. Right. They're healing. You yeah. Know? So, you know. Look- <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Thank you so much, Johnny, just for your time. And I definitely want to have you back at some point because you're just like, except just this wellspring of knowledge um, and just really what we bring here, this demystifying spirituality, I think that you bring this intellectualism to it. So it's not just all woo-woo cosmos all the time, but you really give a lot of insight so thank you so much it was an absolute pleasure to be here with both of you and uh yeah i'd love to come back and uh you know supplying food and all (laughs) is talk i mean come on right come on who made this up (laughs) blessings to both of you and, and all the listeners out there you two are loved you two are divine light Beautiful. All right, well, we'll come back next week um, with some more Conscious Real Talk. Thank you, everyone.